I'll be back. I'm gonna make him an offer again. Cannonball! I'm Batman. What? Oh my god, they killed Kenny! The force is with you. I hope. I am the danger. Please stand clear of the doors. Avengers! Assemble. What's up, everybody? This is Pop Culture with the Captain. I'm your host, Captain Carlos Montalvo. Wonder Woman wasn't the only movie that was released on Christmas Day, as Disney released their new Pixar film, Soul, which stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Soul, as a whole, is a completely incredible movie made by Pixar, and a crowning achievement in their long history of great storytelling. In my opinion, it is as emotional as Up, but at the same time beautifully animated as Wally. So for today's episode, I will give you my insights on what I thought of the movie Soul, which ranges from the story, its themes, the performances, and how the evolution of Pixar has been demonstrated, especially when it comes to the animation of every single human character presented in the movie. Now, let's get to it. Just like in my previous episode, I will not get into the overall story of the movie, as I want to encourage you into watching this movie and see it for yourself rather for me to spoil it to you. Soul tells the story of musician Joe Gardner, who gets his lucky break after having a successful audition for one of his idols. As he prepares for the performance, he accidentally falls into a manhole and thus finding himself as a soul. As the soul, he realizes that his time has come, as he is being assigned to enter the Great Beyond, and unwilling to accept his death, he escapes from entering the Great Beyond and stumbles upon the Great Before. In order to not get into the Great Beyond, he masquerades himself as a mentor, and as the people from the Great Before assign his mentee, the mentee is an infant soul named 22, who for thousands of years and about a hundred famous mentors has no motive whatsoever to live a life on Earth. Joe, being determined to get back on Earth on time before his performance, must tag along with 22 in order to find a way to get back, while having an amazing adventure in which he self-discovers the importance of living life to the fullest and teaching 22 the great overall meaning of life and enjoying it with every moment possible. Pixar films such as Toy Story, the Finding Nemo, Coco, The Incredibles, Monster Zinc, Wally, Up, and Inside Out, those are movies that Pixar has managed to bring out one of the most emotional storytelling possible. And Soul is another amazing Pixar movie in which they can add to their incredible history of great storytelling, as it's very emotional, especially when it comes with its theme of living life to the fullest and overall the journey of trying to have a fulfilling life. Pixar manages to have that kind of subject in a way that can intrigue both adults and children. And in this case, Soul is one of those movies where you can just appreciate the beauty of life itself while at the same time having the important role of what life is and asking yourself, how can I live life to the fullest and what must I do in order to have a life where people will remember me? And for this case, the character of Joe Garner is... Even though his overall type of character trait is that he's an aspiring musician, is the symbol of people trying to have that moment to appreciate life. And by doing that, they must have that full realization that life 
is good, especially with the people and the friends and the environment that you're surrounding to. And it doesn't matter that if you're living large or living small or living, um, living the way that is a neutral zone, but life itself presented in this movie is about enjoying the moments, having conversation with people, these type of conversations where, for example, one of the most memorable scenes is where a simple scene where Joe enters the barbershop and he has a haircut. That scene is a perfect example of how people perceive life to the fullest. For example, when Joe sits down and has a conversation with the, his barber, the barber explains that before he wanted to be a barber, he wanted to be a veterinarian. But due to the fact that barber school was a bit more cheaper, he took that profession. And when, he, and when Joe, which by the time of the movie is 22 being trapped in Joe's body, while Joe's soul is being trapped in a cat, and then he has a conversation where he has a conversation where the barber explains to Joe that even though he always wanted to be a veterinarian, he is happy with the way he is doing right now. He enjoys um, enjoying doing haircuts, and not only that, it pays the bills. He can have he can spend more time with his family, especially with his children, and he has an overall conversation. And that kind of conversation in that scene. It demonstrates that kind of magic that Pixar can only deliver in terms of having that theme of life itself be presented in a way that people can realize that even though you live life the way it's supposed to be meant, it, all you have to do is just live life with the moment that you have. Not when it's, you should not be relying on what is determined on who your life is. Life should be about enjoying it to the moments and having that kind of passion and motive to enjoy it through the best of your abilities until your time comes. Another aspect that I really loved about the movie is its overall themes of the before life, during life, and the afterlife. And they did a great job with the overall concepts of the, the great before, during life, and the great beyond. I felt that that concept itself was managed exceptionally well by Pixar. Because this is a heavy topic, because this is a topic that when you're trying to present it, especially in a kid's movie, you need to handle it in a way that kids to be able to understand what kind of the dilemma is. And this is something that Pixar has done a great job. For me, the scenes where Joe is with 22 as a soul reminds me a lot of Inside Out. Because in Inside Out, your whole overall movie is the emotions of a very, like, I think it's an 11, 10-year-old girl named Riley. And it's about the, her and the outside world dealing with the sudden changes. But inside her mind has the overall emotions, trying to find a way to make sure that Riley lives life. Especially with adjusting towards the new changes after moving to San Francisco. So for that similarity from Inside Out to Soul... It felt more like a spiritual type of successor from that story. And Pete Docter, who is the director of this movie, has also done the directing for both Up and Inside Out, two of the most emotional movies in Pixar. In this movie, he comes back and he does an incredible job of bringing that kind of emotion, especially with dealing with the overall purpose of before, the middle, and the end of life itself in a way that can attract children. And Pete Doctor, what he does is that he manages to have this magical before, um, 
let's say, the great before in which all of the young infant souls are try are being um, teaching by mentors, and they one by one discovered their overall like purpose and what they want to do for the rest of their life once they get into Earth. And he doesn't know, and Pete Doctor manages to have that kind of moment in the movie where you can literally see the type of emo the the souls having interactions in terms of what they're passionate about. You have moments where the infant souls are either playing basketball or as a soccer player or as a scientist or wants to be a bakery or some or so many things. And they did an incredible job with this thing. And another part of the whole great beyond and the great before is that you have the overall entities such as the Jerry's and the Terry's. And the Jerry's and the Terry's are both beings that basically manage to control the overall aspect of the great before and the great beyond. With Terry being the kind of accountant, making sure that every single person that has had their soul and being transported to the great beyond successfully, is determined to, make, to bring back Joe to the great beyond. While at the same time, the Jerry's are the ones that are mostly focusing on the overall great before and making sure that the infant souls are being transported to Earth with their predetermined inspiration to live their life on Earth. And the, those concepts are basically well handled, especially when you're trying to intrigue children into watching a movie with themes such as life and death. And Pete Docter, who is a master of emotional storytelling for Pixar, does an amazing job with this movie. And Pete Docter, as well as the incredible animation team in the movie, has outdid themselves with this incredible display of creativity and originality, especially when it comes with how you are about to present this type of theme into the movie towards a wider audience that can manage to appeal both children and adults. Year by year, after the release of the first Toy Story, Pixar has evolved into creating some of the most amazing and beautiful animation possible on cinema. For example, in the original Toy Story, in case you didn't know, the reason that there wasn't too much humans into the movie is because for the animators at the time, they find it difficult for them to animate humans into the movie. For example, a notable example is that in the first scene, you had the, the Andy's birthday party. And if you look closely, especially in the scene where Andy is um, talking with his friends, you notice that every single face in that scene is Andy's face. And throughout the whole movie, most of the human characters, especially the mom, Sid, um, Sid's sister, and all those human characters look exactly like Andy. And the reason is because at the time, they don't have the technology to build, not build, animate humans. And at the time, it's fine because the overall focus on Toy Story 1 are the toys itself. But if you watch this movie, you realize that their animation has evolved throughout the years. You have, for example, movies such as Finding Nemo, in which they masterfully animated the beauty of, of, of the ocean life. And bring, by bringing detailed moments from the movie, such as the clown, the fishes, the sharks, the underwater like submarine, like those scenes itself demonstrates its evolution in animation. And one of the, another example is Wally, in which they, the, it's my opinion, one of the most beautiful animated movies made by Pixar. And the reason I say this is because 
the movie has a robot go travel to space. And while the scenes in Earth are memorizing itself, it's the scenes where he travels to space that are basically the most beautiful shot images in Pixar history. And then you have a movie like Up, in which they brought the colorful world of Carl Fredrickson and the balloons popping up into the air as the house is being flying with all the balloons on top of it is another perfect example of how great the animation has evolved for Pixar. And one another great example is with last year's Toy Story 4. And when you have the Toy Story movies, you have the first, the second, and the third. The third itself is another improvement in terms of the animation. Then you have the... Um, and then you have the fourth one. And if you look at the animation on the fourth one, you notice the details on the character's skin, such as the rust on Buzz Lightyear's um, armor, or Woody's like deteriorating like body because he's being an old toy. Like you can notice how Pixar has evolved. And another example in which they did an incredible job with their animation is with Coco. Coco is another example of Pixar applying great evolution in animation. And for example, one of the most memorized to be seen is when Miguel encounters the world of the dead in one of the most beautifully shot movies of movie scenes in Pixar. This movie is an example of its animation being evolved to its finest. From the moment that the first scene starts uh, with Joe teaching in his class, and he's trying to orchestrate, you can basically see the details of the animation, especially with the facial emotions of the characters, the overall setting of the schoolroom, the type of like, and then the hallways in which you can have that kind of high school, middle school type feeling, setting environment. Like those scenes alone just, just demonstrates the pure dedication that hundreds and thousands of animators that are basically the backbones of animation in movies have demonstrated the overall evolution of animation. And especially when it comes to computer-generated animation. And Soul, Soul basically helps Pixar into bringing incredible storytelling in a way that is both authentic, realistic, and beautiful at the same time. Another aspect why I think Soul is an incredible movie is the main character and the secondary character, which are Joe Gardner and the Soul 22, in which they basically embodies the importance of the theme of this movie, especially for Joe, who after years and years of being a jazz musician with so much promise, but is still not having that kind of opportunity to have his life to the fullest, manages to have that opportunity only for it to possibly being taken away after falling into that manhole. And you have a character like 22 in which she is a soul, just like most people who don't see the overall type of optimistic view of life itself, especially when living on earth. And in those two characters, is the perfect representation of what the overall progression of this movie is about to go, especially demonstrating the importance of how each of them learn valuable lessons of life itself and what is the importance of having a soul within. And the only people that can basically bring these characters to life are both Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey gave out one of the best animated performances and not only in this movie, but for all of the animated performances in Pixar movies. 
For me, Jamie Foxx felt a lot more closer to, um, let's say, Amy Poehler in Inside Out, or, for ex- or in my opinion, um, Tom Hanks in Toy Story 3, where the, the character goes through an emotional journey of finding that kind of goal. For in this case, Inside Out, you have um, Joy trying to get back to Riley's um, consciousness in order to make sure that she adjusts to the new life and having a positive attitude, or Woody in Toy Story 3, in which he must... He wants to be Andy's toy, but he realizes that Andy is no longer a kid anymore, and he tries to slowly understand that his time with Andy has gone, and he might have to be living a life with the possibility of playing, being played as a toy for another toy player, or in this case, Bonnie. And for this one, you have Joe, who basically is the embodiment of the overall journey is similar to where to both characters, Joy and Woody, in their respective movies. And in this case, for Joe, Joe basically not only mentors um, 22 into teaching her the overall greatness of living life with your surroundings, but it also captures Joe's realization about what it means to live life to the fullest. Because in the movie, Joe thinks that he is being selected to be a jazz musician. But in the final scenes of the movies, Joe has a conversation with one of the Jerry's, and the Jerry's explain to him that they don't they're not the ones that they picked they don't determine the overall like life for the for like their soul. The only people that determine the soul is the soul itself. And when you real when, when Joe realizes that, he realizes that he must he in some way manage to convince 22 into living life? And Joe realizes that his life, even though he has taken a while to have that bright and shiny moment, he realizes that he already had a great life. And his great life involves the overall quality time with his parents, his passion for jazz, and despite all the rejections from being played with some of the most elite musicians around the country, he still enjoys it because he also becomes a mentor for younger students in the, where he works in the middle school. And thus becoming something that he realizes that even though his life is not the grander lifestyle that he hoped he could have, but he accepted the fact that he, ha- that he is happy with what he's had and that he will continue to enjoying it while he's still living. And this movie basically has that emotional journey between the main character. And for the sub-character, which is 22, this sub-character reminds me of love of Buzz Lightyear. And the reason I say that is because um, in Toy Story, the first Toy Story movie, Buzz Lightyear is having an identity crisis because he thinks he's a star command from, the, from space. And... Because of that, he realizes that he's not who he thinks he is after seeing a commercial of Buzz Lightyear toys. And as he slowly goes into a downgrowth spiral of depression and unwilling to understand his overall purpose in life, he realizes that he could, oh, he could basically enjoy it while he can as a toy. And being there for Andy, especially being a play toy for Andy. And thus, for 22 to have that moment where 
for thousands of years, she has no motive nor desire to leave Earth. And once she has the opportunity to go to Earth with Joe and realizes that life itself is pretty magical if you think about it, is something that Joe, um, not Joey, 22 realizes in the movie. And she finally has a reason why she wants to live life to the fullest. And that kind of character development is why I can compare to Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. And this is a perfect, and it's a good thing to have that kind of similarities because it demonstrates the creativity that Pixar goes for the movie, especially with the progression of the characters and the story itself. 2020 has damaged the movie industry completely, especially when it comes to the movie theater experience. I am very saddened that this incredible movie is only presented on Disney+, Plus, as I believe that this is an incredible movie that should have been played on movie theaters. Soul as a movie is a great movie to watch, especially during this time. Because in 2020, there has been hardships, there has been loss, the life hasn't been the same ever since lockdowns have been made, and people are unable to appreciate this year due to the horrific pandemic. So in order to lift our spirits and appreciate life, you have this example of a movie in which it demonstrates just how important life is. And if I said it before, and I will continue to say it, life must be enjoyed with the people that you have, with the moment that you have, and to appreciate it through the fullest. And this movie is basically that kind of warm, heartwarming movie that it's necessary to watch, especially during this time. And I recommend anyone that if you are feeling down or bent up or feeling that you just need that kind of energy to lift up your spirit, I highly recommend that you watch this movie. And this is another reason why I believe that, to, that Soul is my favorite film of 2020. Because in this movie, uh, Pete Doctor and Pixar bring out the emotional um, overall story of life itself and having a soul into your body. And this story of a simple jazz musician has evolved into something more meaningful for those who are trying so desperately, including myself, trying to appreciate life, especially during these dark times. And even though life itself has its tribulations, it has its ups, its downs, and it has a bloopsy loop like a like a roller coaster, life itself will find a way. And there might there are gonna be some moments where you're gonna feel heartbreak where you're going to feel disappointments or you're going to have to deal with struggles. But at the same time, there's also the part of life where it's majestic, it's beautiful, and it's all because of your surroundings and the people you're with. And this movie is something that should be watched and appreciated. And that is why I believe that Soul is my favorite film of this year. Because it's that warm feeling. And I watched this in Christmas morning and... I think that it's Pixar's most emotional movie for both kids and adults, similar to both Up and Toy Story 3. And I recommend you guys to watch this movie over and over again, as it's the perfect embodiment of demonstrating life in the world of cinema. So there you have it, guys. This is my review for Soul. I just want to say that 2020 has been very hard for me as a film watcher. But I must say that out of all the few movies that I watched this year, 
if I have to pick one movie to be the best, I would say Soul. And this is an early prediction, but I think that Soul might be the fourth overall animated movie to possibly be nominated for Best Picture. Even though I had that same um, prediction with Inside Out in 2015, but I do firmly believe that at this time, Soul should be the fourth overall best animated movie to win, to either win or be nominated for Best Picture. And I say fourth overall because there's only been three animated movies that have been nominated for Best Picture, which are Beauty and the Beast, Toy Story 3, and Up. And I want another animated movie to be nominated for that award, and I hope that title should go with Soul. And that's all for It Goes. This is Captain Carlos Montalvo signing off.